Good evening, everybody, and welcome to High Spirits. I'm Jace Tigman, and with me, as always, is the one, the only, my best pal, Noelle Schmidt. That's right, everybody. She's here in full force. She's looking cute. She's got a little camo hat on. She's ready to rock and roll. Are those pigtails? No, I have, a, like, a side thing. Just one, oh, just just one, one side. side thing. Man, you are rocking the fash. I'm... This is not... This is me just throwing stuff on. I'm actually well, wearing two different patterns, which uh, every day Noelle would be like, how dare you? But this is, I don't give a fuck, Noelle. Well, I'm I'm uh, intimidated by you. Yeah, because I'm wearing, I'm wearing, I don't know what kind of print, some kind of animal print tights. Those are uh, leopard. They're leopard? Yeah. I mean, not not in a color the you would find in. Right, they're gray and black. Anywho, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to High Spirits. If you don't know what this is, uh, we just began bantering um, almost immediately because mm-hmm. I'm just excited about my friend, Noelle. Hi. Uh, but High Spirits is a show in which uh, the two of us Talk about ghosts, and we drink alcohol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, Noelle, what are you... Anything <laughs> <laughs> else? <laughs> nope. What are you, uh, what are you drinking this evening, um, Today, I am drinking Route 1 Cabernet. Great. Um, yeah, I feel like I've had this before. Sure. It's rooted in my soul. Cabernet. Interesting. Oh, I like that. I just made that up. That's not on the label, but there's a lot of other words and we don't have time for me to read all of no. it. No. Uh, my friend Noelle did me a big solid and she brought me Spotten Oktoberfest. Spotten. Which I'm really excited about. I've been, um, uh, some of you may know, but I don't think we talked about it on the last program. I spent um, a, I think so. quite mm-hmm. a good time in uh, Germany this September. You did. And so I was actually there for the kickoff weekend of uh, Oktoberfest in Munich, and since then yeah. I have been obsessed with my Oktoberfest. It's 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 a wonderful beer, and the Spaten Oktoberfest, I dare say, might be a fave. Might be a fave of mine. So enjoy it. Yeah, I, I can't remember. I'm excited. I actually can't remember if I because the Spaten Optimator is one of my favorite beers. Um, so I'm a big fan of Spaten in general. Uh, but I can't remember if I love their Oktoberfest or if I don't. Great. So, so, so we'll luck. see. We'll see what happens. Good luck. You said Oktoberfest. I saw a name I liked. And I was like, <laughs> that works. Great. Well, I'm into it. As long as it's not that Great Lakes Oktoberfest. Ugh. I mean, please. They're not a sponsor, so I can say it. <laughs> <laughs> I went to, I was, uh, I was in Cleveland where the Cleve, the Cleve, where the Great Lakes distillery is located. And we went to their, um, tap house and mm-hmm. or like their their bar i guess sure. or restaurant and everything we tried to order um it's like going to like a, a rock bottom brewery kind of oh yeah thing mm-hmm. um and everything we wanted or like tried to order the server was like yeah we're out of that sorry we're out of that and we we're like this place Beer is the, food all of it god this place is the worst why open yeah, and it was so it was like a large menu. Sorry, we're out of that. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I have feelings about them just from that experience. Sure, that's all. We'll take that, Cleve. <laughs> Damn it, the Cleve. Also, I think doesn't Great Lakes also do the Edmund Fitzgerald? I don't know. Okay, I don't know. No, yeah, that's a nice song about a terrible shipwreck. Yeah, by okay. Gordon Lightfoot. All right. The song is by Gordon Light, but I don't think he had anything to do with the shipwreck. Speaking of uh, music, we lost um, the great Tom <sighs> Petty last night. It's a little snap. Um, kind of uh, <laughs> kind of crazy though. Like a little bit was, of a roller coaster on that one. He was dead. He wasn't. He is like it's very sad and awful and only sixty six. So 
Rest in peace, Tom Petty. Yeah, poor Tom um, Petty. Not a good day yesterday. Yep, yesterday sucked. It was pretty much the worst. Um, yeah, so we're thinking of you, Las Vegas. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. I mean, I actually was thinking I've spent so much time in Las Vegas that I know that area incredibly, wi- mm-hmm. incredibly well, and there was just a... Um, not that you have to know it incredibly well to feel something, but I just, it, I don't know. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it hit very close to home for me and not like I, fortunately all of the, my friends and, um, coworkers who are there are all safe. Um, but I do have a lot of coworkers out there and a few friends and, um, was relieved to know that everybody was okay. But I also work with live events and it's, (laughs) <laughs> it's scary to know, like, it, you know, it hits close to home knowing that I, this is my job. And, you know, I, I know people like this, this is the great thing of my job is that like people get to go and experience these awesome events and they're so excited about it. And like, you know, it takes one jerk like this to ruin a great experience for people of all ages. Like this was a festival where there was a wide range of people yeah. and age. It's horrifying. Yeah, it's awful. So fuck, fucking fuck that guy. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on because I can't talk about it uh, without going crazy. So yeah, that's um, why I was like, and we're done. And we're done. Yeah. Because we both have very strong opinions. Very and strong opinions. That is for our other podcast. Jay and Noel have opinions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't air it. We have about two listeners. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So, Noel, what are you going to be uh, chatting about today? Um, well, I'm pulling out a, this staple. Yeah, I, I, asked, I asked Andrew to print this for me today, and uh, he stapled it. And I was like, no staples. <laughs> That's a nice thing it to do. very nice. I really need to invest in a new printer at home. Anyway, Jay. Yeah. Some say it looks like a bat. Some say it looks like a large owl. Others say it re- resembles a man in a winged suit. Now, some folks say it's silent, while others say it sounds like brakes screeching. Some folks say it has glowing red eyes, while others feel a sense of dread when they see it. Of course, I'm talking about the Mothman of Chicago. Oh, the Mothman of Chicago! I thought you were talking about Richard Simmons. Oh, no, he's still missing, right? Nope, he's found. He's found, locked in his mansion yep he's found and and they were like he was basically like stop i'm okay everybody um so so the mothman of chicago is quite a phenom here this summer yeah and it's still happening actually so let me tell you about it yeah um so since april there have been over 30 30 reports of a winged humanoid spotted in the chicago land area um do you say Chicago land? I don't, and I don't know why that, I just said. No, I, no, I mean it's just one of those weird things. Like it's like one of those recipes for you know someone's not from here if they say like um, Chi Town, right, or Chicago land. Like uh, someone's like, what's the haps in Chi Town? You're like, first of all, you're from the '90s, and I know you're a robot. Second of all, <laughs> no one says Chi Town. Um, I yeah I don't I usually say it in jest so it just kind of came out of my mouth sure. and I'm, I'm sorry for that. Hey, I like it. Let me let me start over. <laughs> over 30 reports since April in the Chicago area. Yes. Um, they started in uh, 2011 when we first had um, three reports, and then every year since then there have been a couple. Last year there was only one. This year is the big year. 
So um, let me tell you about what some people have seen. Now, I said uh, that the report started in April. That's when people first started contacting like paranormal investigators. Um, but on March 20th, a man by the name of Billy Bance, who is a local truck uh, driver, he was delivering a shipment near um, Route 55 in Cicero. So that's Midway. Midway. South side. Southwest. Yeah. Um, he says he was sitting in his semi-truck trailer when he saw something in the sky around noon. Take note of noon. Okay. Um, he said it looked like a flying Batmobile. Oh. Cool. Um, since then, since he's seen this winged thing, uh, he's complained about having bad luck. His health has declined and his mom died. So. Yikes. Yeah. The Mothman killed his mom? Well, I don't know. That's, or, I don't know. But something killed his mom. It might have been natural causes. Yeah, but the the Mothman certainly exacerbated it. Right, I well. Mean, that's what medical science would tell you. <laughs> Scientifically. <laughs> Sorry, Billy, it ain't nice. Um, but yeah, okay, so he lost his job and his mom died because of the Mothman? I'm not sure that he lost his job. Oh, I thought you said that. No, he's his health has declined, and oh. he's been having some bad luck. So I don't know if that means, like, bad luck at the craps table, or... <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. But oh, I know really? that... Poor Billy. Um, on April 7th in Oz Park... Where is that? I don't know where that is. Do you know where uh, that is? I do. It's in Lincoln Park. Oh, okay. It's, like, um, it butts Halstead. And on the uh, west side, and then on the east side, it is, like, Lincoln and, I want to say, Webster. Oh. It's a very nice park. I didn't know the name of that. Okay. Yeah. It's I know got a Tin park. Man. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense with the Tin Man. With Yeah. They've got other Oz. Um, yep. I've been in that park. Things. I didn't... The Tin Man is the one that's on the east side. I just thought it was an extension of, like, Lincoln Park. It's in Lincoln Park, but it's Oz Park. Got it. Okay. Thank you. Boy, if you're not from Chicago, that might be confusing. Sure is. So um, <laughs> on April 7th in Oz Park, a woman uh, was walking her dog um, and she said, I saw a large man, probably seven feet or taller, standing on the ground. It was solid black, but what really stood out were the large, and I do mean large, pair of wings that were folded behind him. She claims it looked at her before spreading its wings and flying off. Oh, wow. Um... On April 30th, a man fishing with his son along the Little Calumet River in Hedwich Park, um, I think that's south, reported seeing a man-sized bird around 7.30 p.m. Uh, on May 7th, a man with his six-year-old son around 8 p.m. in Calumet Park reported a similar encounter. On May 19th, two giant bats are witnessed performing aerial maneuvers near the uh, Adler Planetarium. Uh-huh. You know what that means. Doing it. Yeah. 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 Aerial well, maneuvers. Anytime a, a bat or a bird is reported doing aerial maneuvers, it just means they are mating. Oh, man. Um, I would mate over the, pl the Adler Planetarium. Be that is a very nice place to mate. It's very nice, and you're looking at the water, and when the moonlight hits the water, just so. Yeah. Beautiful. I don't know if I have the athleticism for aerial mating <laughs> <laughs> at this juncture, but I'd be into it. I was, uh, listen, I'll try anything twice. 
just twice. Yep. Um, <laughs> I was just in Dallas, and we were uh, outside of our walk or walking back to our hotel, and there's like this little. Um, it's a bus depot, like right outside or right next to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there are a bunch of trees there, and I don't know what kind of birds live in those trees, but my God, they were going crazy. Just and it was like, shit. Whoop, 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 whoop. It was horrible. Twilight, morning? Uh, evening, nighttime. Oh. After dinner time. Maybe it was a hooper whale. I don't know. There were so many of them, and they were allowed, and um, they sounded like they were um, like about to attack. Oh. It was a little scary. Yeah. So I was like, let's get inside. <laughs> um, right. These could be mothmen. <laughs> this sounds terrifying. Whooper willing mothmen. Um, on June, I don't have the exact date. Um, later. Let's say first, because it's my birthday. Okay. June 1st. Have I said sounds- too much? Okay. Um, uh, there was a similar incident near the Adler Planetarium again, where an entire group of people witnessed oh. uh, one winged beast, beast being something. On June 29th, two police officers, an aspiring journalist, and uh, whoever that is, and a group of witnesses see a dark black shadow with wings flying and standing on a building top in the Auburn-Gresham neighborhood. Now, one of those police officers, I do not have his name, he is now very involved, and he is now, like, documenting all of this. That's good. you got to get the police involved. Because here's the thing. No one has reported any of this to the police. You've got to call the police. Please don't call 911. They're busy. 311. You have to call the police, and here is why. I know you sound crazy, or you feel like you sound crazy, but unless the police get this information. This is not going to be documented and it's only going to be documented by paranormal investigators. And I'll be that, be it that they are good people and that they might be reputable. People tend to not trust them or believe them. You have to call the police. Please call the police. So none of this has been documented by the police. The police have no record of any of these occurrences that I am listing off right now. Also, the aspiring reporter um, may not be aware of um, print is dead. So if you have any leads on who this aspiring reporter is, please tell him just to start a blog and cut out the middleman. Aspiring journalist. Um, oh. <laughs> but yeah. Um. And I will say this for anyone looking to start a blog, please knock it off with your fucking black backgrounds. That's enough. That's all. That is enough. And you your can go flashing to... green. You know the flash? <laughs> I don't understand. There's so many nice like Oof. blog websites now. Like so many nice. Wix.com and others. Um, I can't remember all. Sure. No. Yeah, there's a lot, and they all have like really nice, pleasant templates that you can use that have like babbling brooks in the background, and yeah. they're all serene and nice and Refresh. like natural colors. They look yeah, they look professional, and they're free. You're fucking free. Free. Stop it. Stop it. Nobody's taking you seriously. Stop it. Okay. (laughs) On July 24th at 5 p.m., a witness outside the Willis Tower, it's really the Sears Tower, uh, looked up and saw a human-like figure with large uh, wings. Why? I was tired when I wrote this. I wrote large trains. Uh (sighs) Uh-huh. Large Wings perched near the top of the building as he watched the being leaped off, leapt off, 
leaped off the building? Okay. Stretched out the wings, dipped and swooped upwards. It gained altitude as it flapped its wings and headed off in a northern direction. Oh, this one's going north. Yeah. That's fun. So that's where the ghost studio is. North. We're looking for you, Mothman. We would like to see you. Hey, Mothman, if you're listening, um, we have a lot of listeners. Um, If you're listening, please uh, join us at the ghost studio tonight. Uh, (laughs) Touch Noel's hair. Uh huh. Come on down. We're listening. That's all. Okay. On August 2nd, a woman and her son reported seeing a tall, dark humanoid making a sucking and slobbering sound (laughs) at Indian Boundary Park in suburban Bolingbrook. Now, I'm not sure, because Indian Boundary Park is north. It's in, well, the Indian Boundary Park that I grew up by is um, in Rogers Park. It's on Lens. Yeah, off of Western. So, I mean, maybe there's... It's a great park. It's a really nice park. Yeah. Um, my kid loves it. I mean, I used to love it. Maybe there are two of them. Could be. Okay. We used to have a lot of Indian country out here. I don't know anything about Bolingbrook. No, I don't either. On August 4th, similar sightings are reported on the same day, one in Melrose Park and one in River Forest. And on August 9th at 9.20 p.m. along Lakeshore Drive, North Lakeshore Drive. Okay. um, Near the ghost studio, mayhap. Near the ghost studio, possibly. Um, should we just give the address here? No. <laughs> I just want the Mothman to, like, use his coordinates to right. get his ass over here. Use your, your sonar. Tap on my your front ba- window. Your moth sonar. Um, a couple was walking in the area when they saw a winged creature swoop from the sky and fly towards them. Then, suddenly, the winged being began... This is a quote. Um, then, suddenly, the large winged being slowly descended in front of them, no more than 25 feet away. It hovered about five feet above the sidewalk, with its wings spread open, as appeared at the couple with the large, br- with large bright red eyes that slowly altered back and forth in intensity. Several people on the other side of the street, including a delivery man driver, reacted <laughs> with street screams and frightened yelps. The winged being hovered for ten seconds, then quickly pulled up the wings into its body and shot up quickly into the night sky. Wow. Yeah. He's got leaps. It's amazing. He's got Jordan leaps. He does. Michael Jordan country, everybody. I wonder how high he gets before he has to, like, extend his wings. Extend his wings. His vertical's got to be, what, 25? Uh, Easily. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The woman... I'm wondering about the delivery guy. They made such a big stink of him. (laughs) Just what was he delivering? Including a delivery van driver. <laughs> I don't know. It was a van, so. Oh. I don't know. If that, that doesn't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Home goods. <laughs> 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 He's like, I just have some nice wicker decor. Free to sure. Play. Yeah. Here's Home some scented goods. candles. Um, Maybe he was a gigolo. Maybe this was like the... Um, uh, like North the, Lake Shore, like, hey, yo, I'm a delivery man, but I'm really delivering my package. Boom, ba-da, bom, bom. Yeah. And so he can't, he could not go upstairs and be a gigolo that day because he was frightened by the mom. <laughs> I just got my pants frightened off. <laughs> um, and I'm just saying it makes for a better screenplay. <laughs> I like that all gigolos sound like that. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Um, How are they supposed to talk? I don't, I don't know. I saw one of those guys um, Delivery man or gigolo? One of the gigolos from the, the show. The Showtime show. What? <laughs> Haven't you seen that show? No. There's a show called Gigolos 
they're male escorts and they oh they are it's a reality show oh and it shows them like having sex with oh people you're watching a sex program and talking about it on the air i am uh, it's on Showtime. It's a mainstream television show. I've only seen it a couple times. Sure. I don't know if it's still on. Is it a couple 15 or 20? Um, I'm kidding. <laughs> so you've seen it twice. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, so the woman uh, stated that the uh, being was five, five foot to six foot. Um, she and her husband saw, uh, or wait, let me start over. The woman who contacted Strickler, who I'm going to get into later, he's a paranormal investigator, described the five foot to six foot winged being she and her husband saw as human-like with a small head that narrowed at the top with moist, deep blue-green skin that appeared shiny. The wings looked like a butterfly's and attached along the body and also had long tapered feet. Um, Okay. Sounds nasty. Gross. Yeah. On, uh, you know, Nicole Kidman is terribly afraid of um, butterflies. Of course she is. What do you mean, of course she is? Why is she afraid of them? Because they're disgusting. Why are they disgusting? I mean, they're not disgusting, but they're insects. and I mean, oh, they are insects. They swarm. I mean, they flutter. <laughs> okay. Nicole. I just thought I would bring up like a little, listen, I'm just here for, I'm here for color commentary. I just don't know how you can be afraid of a butterfly. Well, you don't have an Academy Award. You're right, I don't. But I'm still not afraid of butterflies. What are you afraid of? Um, I think we all know ghost children. Yeah, ghost children, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's more of a legitimate fear. Yeah, um, we, you, I think you and I both have shared this uh, with each other. We're afraid to go to uh, a wedding without booze. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? If you're going to invite us to a wedding... Either let us know well in advance that's, <laughs> that it's dry, or I don't know. I think I would. I think I'm at you a point. and I have two separate stories of going to a dry wedding. Yeah, and I well, <laughs> I'm also at like a point in my life too where like I'm getting only invited to weddings that are like for family or close friends, and pretty much everybody I know is like I'm done. Right, and so. I can't imagine that I would be a close friend with somebody that wouldn't have booze at their wedding. And I know my family's having it because we have a problem. Um, <laughs> but I actually was at a wedding recently and I thanked uh, my friend who got married for having an open bar. Yeah. I was like, hey, by the way, thank you for the open bar. And he was like, of course. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. Anyway, so enough about our fears and more about the Mothman. Yeah. Um, on Finally, on September 9th, in the little vill- village, a group of friends see what they call a black demon with large wings. Now, all of these occurrences have um, taken place near water. So the water here is like Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, and all but one have been reported at night. The one that was not was Billy Vance, our, the first report, our truck driver, um, who saw it around noon. Hmm. So, interesting. All of these reports, or most of them, have been reported to um, one Lon Strickler, who is a paranormal investigator um, out of Pennsylvania, Hanover, Pennsylvania. Hanover, Pennsylvania. Now, Lon has been investigating flying flying humanoids since the 1970s. Well, that's a long time. Yeah, it's 
So he knows his stuff. He does. Um, He's he, got a funny name. He does. Well, it's like uh, Lon Chaney. Yeah. The Wolfman. The Wolfman. And the Phantom of the Opera. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, Strickler? Strickland. Strickler. Strickler. Lon Strickler. He's a stickler for details. Do you think Lon is short for something? Lonard. I got it. I'm sorry. It's a later <laughs> You're song. Welcome. Hold on. Uh, Lonard? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's call him that. I don't know. Um, uh, he records um, current sightings uh, on his website called Phantoms and Monsters. He believes um, specifically for this case that there are actually three humanoids flying around Chicago. So really? I have a theory about that. Please share. I think he might not. I think he might be right. Because there were the two that were seen by the Adler. Yep. That were doing aerial maneuvers. So <laughs> thank you for using quote hands. You're welcome. Um, and most people have always described this creature as being seven foot tall, mm-hmm. seven feet tall. But the woman on North Lakeshore Drive said that the creature she saw was five to six feet tall, which makes me wonder that maybe that was like a female or a <gasps> child. Is a Mothman Bambino or... It's a Moth family. A Femme Bambino. Yeah. So it's a family, A Noel. Moth family. Sorry. Well, that's, what are you sorry about? I keep moving my chair. Oh. Um, isn't that, yeah. Yeah. So I like that. Here's some other things you should know about Lon Strickler. Um, he has seen a flying humanoid six times at a Bigfoot once. Oh, a Bigfoot. The Squatch. The Sasquatch. The Sasquatch. Mm -hmm. Did he get, um, so he must be world famous for, um, being the first person to photograph and get a film of the Sasquatch. Inaccurate. Oh, he did not do that? He's not, no. No, no um, so it just his word of mouth? Word of mouth, but, oh, you know, okay. here's the thing about Lon. Um, he is a trustworthy guy. Sure. And he, you know, feels like he can really, like, skim through these stories and, like, find the truth because his BS meter is pretty good. So, that, what? His BS meter is pretty good. According That's, to who? According to Lon. Okay. All right. Well, listen, according to me, I'm six <laughs> feet tall and I'm from Sweden. You are. <laughs> Those things are true. Um, okay. I'm actually close to six feet tall. You are. Was, I'm not from Sweden. But almost. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Lon's first encounter uh, was in 1988 at Boy Scout Camp at Conowego Creek near southeastern Pennsylvania. Ah, oh, the summers I spent there. And it's beautiful country. Beautiful, really beautiful country. Beautiful Their country. archery range. <laughs> can't beat it. Got a lot of medals. I literally can't beat it. Nope, can't beat it. Um, So Lon uh, has become, like, the Mothman expert. He's very uh, involved, I guess. And so, of course, when this came out, um, people started – he got very involved. He came out to Chicago. He's been working with this police officer – um, he's been officer, no name, officer, no name. He has been interviewed by the Chicago reader multiple times. Okay. Um, he, and the, and other publications. Um, so all of these reports have gone through him. Now Lon got his start with 
um, another instance of a moth person. Okay. And it's the original Mothman story from Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Oh, point, good old Point Pleasant. Yeah. Yeah, I know this story. Coal country. Is I, it? I don't know. Oh, I no, know. I think it's actually like a farming community. Okay. So, um, sightings were reported from ni- November 12th through... Ni- I'm so, oh man, I'm struggling today. Sightings were reported from November 12th, 1966 through December 15th, 1967. Um, the first report was in the Point Pleasant Register in November 16th, 1966, titled Couple Sees Man Sized Bird, dot 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 creature, dot 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 something. <laughs> I really, I really abhor ellipses in my news articles. I'll just put it out there. Uh, this might be my favorite title ever. It's ridiculous. Um, now, it was explained to the fine folks um, in Point Pleasant that it was just a sandhill crane. Um, a sandhill crane stands as high as a man with a seven-foot wingspan and features circles of reddish coloring around its eyes. Um, they state that the bird may have wandered outside of its migration route, um, and which is why it went unrecognized. Huh. Now, I've seen a sandhill crane before, and I actually looked up pictures of it just to confirm that I was thinking it, it was what it was, because they actually uh, are sometimes in Wisconsin. So I've seen them before. I struggle with this explanation, because... It's clearly a bird. Yes, it's really long, but it's not like it, it's a thin, it's a crane. So it's really wiry and it doesn't have the thickness mm-hmm. of like of a man. So, you know, maybe at night, maybe, but I don't know. Sandhill cranes are uh, endangered. Oh, yeah. How sad for them. Yeah. Um, in Florida, the Sandhill Crane is protected by the U.S. Migratory Bird Treaty Act. Um, anyway, uh, so in case, if here's the deal. <laughs> uh, I read about them in a book, so I just decided to Google that because they are, in fact, um, an endangered bird species. If you do see what looks like uh, either a Sandhill Crane or a Mothman, don't hurt it. Do not shoot. Because to me, it sounds like, since we only have three here in Chicago, and God knows we have... 45 of everything mm-hmm. that we should keep our Mothman alive. We should absolutely keep our Mothman alive. Yeah, so, uh, and please, yeah, don't especially hurt it. in the city, don't shoot at it because this is a very populated city. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Just don't shoot a gun in an open area. How about that? How about that? Let's get rid of our guns. Let's just stop that. Okay. Moving on. Um, <laughs> on December 15th, 1967, the Silver Bridge in Point Pleasant collapsed, killing oh 46 people, um, and it gave the rise rise to the legend of the Mothman and the thought that he is seen before a disaster is about to occur. Oh, like a portent. Correct. Huh. So with Chicago, there is, of course, that concern um, that there is some, like, precognition or, you know, like, Something is about to happen. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we just had a really horrible heat wave, and it's about to start up again. Yeah, we did have a heat wave. Is it going to start up again? I think tomorrow it's supposed to be. Oh, Jesus. It just won't end. So thanks, Mothman. Thanks for the warning. Um, 
Oh, you know what? It's not going to be so bad. Okay. 70s. Oh, well, I can deal with that. Yeah. I'm a liar. Yeah. <clears throat> I think originally you were correct. I think that cold, uh, it's going to rain a lot. Okay. So there's a cold front coming in. I can live with that. Yep. But I think you're right. It was originally going to be 80 and we we're all losing our fucking minds. It's terrible. Thank you, Mothman. Moth person. We don't know if he's Moth really family. a Moth family. And also, it's 2017. This could be a genderqueer moth, and they have every right to live their lives. Thank you. You're welcome. Pronouns We're just are call you moth. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're just the moth to us from now on. Um, <laughs> so here's a fun thing about Point Pleasant. Um, the first annual Mothman Festival was held in 2002. No. Yes. It's a week-long festival that is held on the third week of September, so we just missed it. That's fucking sweet. We must go to this. Yes. Even though it's in West Virginia. Ugh. Hey, uh, send us a Gmail, if you could, at highspiritchicago at gmail.com, and let us know what else is there to do in West Virginia. I'm sure it's very nice. (laughs) (laughs) We totally just ragged on it, but... By the way, I'm not laughing. Well, nope, that would be a lie. (laughs) I just... I don't know enough. I don't know. The only time I went through West Virginia, my... My, I, I drove through with my family, like, on a family vacation. And it was beautiful, but it wasn't I just keep thinking populated. of that movie Wrong Turn with Elijah Dushku in the backwoods of West Virginia. <laughs> Elijah Dushku? Yeah. What did I say? Did you I say said right? Dushku. Oh. But, I mean, like, is that her name? Yeah. Dushku? Yeah, Eliza Dushku. That hot chick from the, uh, from Buffy. From the Buffy. Yeah. She She's really didn't safe. change her last name. Dushku. <laughs> You can't hear it when you say it, how awful that is. I can hear it. It's like a haiku douched. <laughs> uh, I mean, she's hot enough that she can get away with it. I guess so. Can you imagine if you're like, you're like hi everybody, my name's Noelle Douchku. Oh, I would never survive. No. No. Was... I wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> you would be I... dead in West Virginia. <laughs> you would have taken a wrong turn. <laughs> and that's why she made it. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. Oh. Sorry, don't watch that movie. Um, Does she die? We don't know. I don't know. It's been a long time. Um, In this, so at the festival, you can, there are speakers, vendors. There is a Mothman pancake eating contest. (laughs) Would you do that? I would do it. No, because I can't eat that many pancakes. Why? Because they fill me up. Well, it's a contest. I know. How many do you think you could eat? 4,000. Shut up. Yes. I could eat, like, two. Well, how big are they? Are they, like, silver dollar pancakes? Are they... Oh. Oh, no, 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 no. Are they, they have the to shape be moth of moths? Yeah. <laughs> are they the size of moths? Are they... Oh, these are all good questions. I would we say if out. they were the size of actual moths and I had five minutes, I could eat 4,200. That is impressive. Thank you. I could eat two. <laughs> but I would have to belly. go, like, um, who's the wiener company that does the 4th of July thing? Is it Oscar Mayer? No, 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 no. They're on Coney Island. They do the, uh... Oh, um... The hot dog deal. Um, I buy those hot dogs. I don't remember. Anyway, the hot dog contest, they dip everything in water, and then they throw it down their gullet. I just can't. Like, the, the thought... It's not for taste, it's for victory. I... <laughs> and you don't have a taste for victory, is what I'm hearing. I hate hot dogs. I know I just said that I buy them, but they're not for me. Girl, we're talking about mouth pancakes. I love pancakes. What do you dip those in? Water? Oh, no. Throw them in water and stuff them down the gullet. What if you... No. Nope. I can't. 
There's got to be a great prize. I There's get probably full so fast. That's twenty five dollar gift certificate to Barnes and Noble. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like a twenty five dollar gift certificate to the Applebee's, which is better than Barnes and Noble. No, I hate Applebee's. Why? I I don't care if they were about to be our sponsor. Um, Applebee's and I were just in negotiations. I don't care for Listen, it. Listen, my attorney Ira is poking me in my <laughs> side and telling me to tell you to be quiet. Listen, Ira, I got this covered. <laughs> sorry, Ira. Good, I'm glad you said you're sorry. It's uh, the Day of Atonement's coming up. <laughs> you're ready for Yom Kippur. Didn't that happen? <clears throat> no, Rosh Hashanah just happened. Good Lord. I thought Yom Kippur happened last weekend. No, it happens. It's up and coming. Okay. It's up and coming like a new neighborhood, or no? I just mean it's, 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 it's it, it should be this. I gotta look it up for you. I think it's this weekend. Oh, <sighs> I'll look it up as you talk about. Okay. Um, so there are also hay rides, haunted. Whoa, 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 whoa. There are hay rides that go to Yom like, Kippur. Be damned. There are hay rides. There are hay rides at the festival that take you to like the spots where people um, saw the Mothman. No. Oh, you know what? You're right. Uh, it was it was Friday the 29th to September the 30th. Just yeah. passed. You're not so good at that. Yeah, I thought mm-hmm. it was uh, upcoming. Oh. Uh, okay, good. Because a friend of mine and, and yours had emailed me and she was like, it's Yom Kippur this weekend. Got it. And Got my it. first thought was, why are you celebrating Yom Kippur? And then my second thought just now was, that bitch lied to me. She did not lie to She you. did not. She was right. Okay. I'm still confused. I had bad intel. And here's the thing. You're not supposed to have Yom Kippur parties. Um, My mother told me that she was going to a Yom Kippur party this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) So, well, anyway. What? Wait. God, Ira, stop. It's the Jewish New Year? No, no. um, I don't. I'm so sorry. Rosh Hashanah is the Jewish New Year. Okay. Yom Kippur is the Day of Atonement. That's right. You said that. I happened close on. Terrible. I don't know any of those things. That's okay. You're Catholic. And you're from Wisconsin. Lapsed. Um, former. You're, you're, you're elapsed Wisconsin. All of the above. <laughs> All right. What else? Pancake eating. Pancake eating. Hay rides. They also, in 2003, unveiled a 12-foot metallic statue of the creature um, yes. that was created and sculpted by Bob Roach. This, by the way, I like the fact that his last name is Roach. Yeah, I do too. I needed a Mothman. Um, this statue is incredible. It's so cool. And I love that this town embraces this so much. Um, Bob Roach, well done. Well done, buddy. It's is he so from good. the town or was I he an interloper? I have no idea. I'm sure he was outsourced. Sure. Maybe. Somebody who can weld. We should look that up. Came from the big city of Ohio. <laughs> Cincinnati. Sin City. That's right. Came all the way from Cincinnati up to, uh, what's this town called? Point Pleasant. Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Yeah. Man. If those um, walls could talk, Bob Roach's studio would have like six stories on repeat. I'm a metal maker. <laughs> I uh, specialize in uh, humanoid, humanoid moth figures. <laughs> so, I, prefer, I prefer creatures with exoskeletons. Which is fairly my last name. lucrative. Anyway, this is my wife, Cassandra. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> there's also a Mothman Museum and Research Center that opened in 2005. It's run by a man named Jeff Wamsley. Now, I bet you're wondering, Jay, 
I am. I'm literally wondering nothing about and others other than how many pancakes I could eat at the Mothman Ooh. contest. We're going to it. We're going to it. We we'll have see. to. Who is the moth man? Who is it? Person. We don't know. No. But here are some here are some thoughts. Um, the Mothman's a cryptid, or maybe an interdimensional being, or possibly an alien, which could also be an inter- interdimensional being. Ah. Because if they're coming in from the fourth dimension and they're actually not traveling light years, because that's kind of like the argument, right? That they really can't travel light years because it would take them so long to get here to us. So maybe they're coming from another dimension and they're breaking a wall and they're coming in and they're abducting us. And then like, yeah. Into it. Fascinating. Anyway, that's a theory. Um, I was just hoping like Bruce Wayne, that it was J.B. Pritzker. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. Tell the people who J.B. Pritzker is. J.B. Pritzker is running for governor against Bruce Rauner right here. In Illinois, J.B. Pritzker is a um, uh, multi, 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 multi millionaire from a very, very, very famous family. The Pritzker family. Yeah, they have so much shit. They run the Hyatt Hotel, etc. Yep, they own the Hyatt Hotel chain. They have a lot of things in Chicago named after them. Yeah. Like and so, the- what if J.B. was like um, by day a portly politician? <laughs> <laughs> He blows up my Facebook page. I see his videos. It's literally it's all day long. Yeah, it's constant. Um, but he was a gay rights activist early in the early nineties, and he's been doing some really great stuff. And he, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. we'll see. We'll see. You know, millionaire versus millionaire. millionaire Who will win? Versus millionaire. Who win? Better yet, how many Mothman pancakes can JB Pritzker <laughs> eat? I bet he could eat a lot. Trick question. <laughs> I bet he could. I also. Sorry, JB. It must be hurtful. But listen, I want to know how he squeezes into that Mothman suit. Well. Technology. Yeah. Yeah. Technology. Okay. He sheds. It's like a poopa. He sheds it, and then at night he uh, descends upon the denizens of Chicago with uh, his crime fighting skills. Uh-huh. Anyway, you probably have some other theories. I just, I didn't want to, I wanted no, to. No, I, I like that. I like that a lot. I think it should be, I well, let's, let's, let's just not underestimate a Pritzker. I would never, ever even think think of underestimating a Pritzker. Yeah. Because they I know think people. they have an ice rink. <laughs> I mean, why would you underestimate somebody with an ice rink? And they know people. Yeah. They're like friends with Oprah. Right. Like, and she knows people. Yeah. She knows Rahm Emanuel. Right. And he knows people. He knows Broccoli Obama. Oh, I was going to say he knows a mafia. Oh. Obama. I thought you were going to say he knows Michelle Obama, who's no. my favorite Obama. Um, yeah, he does know the Obamas. Yeah. But Michelle Obama, you're the only gun show that I would go to. Ah, <laughs> wow. You went there. All right. Okay. Now, so it's not JB. If it's not JB, who do you think it is? Well, let me tell you who Lon Strickler thinks it is. Okay. Lon Strickler believes it is an unknown, that they are unknown winged beings who are multidimensional life forces, life forms that can be summoned by high energy, inco- oh man, this is hard for me to talk today. Let me start over. Yeah, start. Unknown winged beings who are multidimensional life forms that can be summoned by high energy incorporeal entities that reside on the earth plane. I have so many questions. Also, what the fuck did you just say? 
Okay. Let's start here. Break a dizzle. Lon Strickler that believes down. that there are incorporeal entities that reside on the earth plane, meaning that there are beings that do not have corporeal bodies. Corporeal bodies, meaning our body, like beings, like bodies that you can touch that are solid. Right. So are these devils or what are they? I don't know. I don't know. Spirits? I want to know more. Yeah. But basically he's saying that these beings are summoning the moth people to our plane to do what? To cause prog- destruction? To prognosticate the falling of a bridge? I don't know. All Maybe. Right. Maybe. There's more. Okay. He also states that most of the flying humanoids have been spotted around Lake Michigan, like I said before. Uh-huh. Um, and that Good makes, fish in there. That makes sense to him because lots of weird stuff appears around Lake Michigan. <laughs> okay. Like I'll bite. Unidentified flying crafts and orbs. You mean UFOs? Correct. Maybe the lake is some sort of portal. He's really not sure. <laughs> uh, what do you think the Lake Michigan is a portal to? Besides I don't know. Um, I Canada. Uh, um, good call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What is, what is, what is this place? <laughs> they just like hop on the lake and they just flow down. Yeah. Um, you want to know something that I learned mm-hmm. unrelated to this. Okay. But my friend had a boat for the summer. At its deepest, um, Lake Michigan is 922 feet deep. Okay. That was what I was going to ask. Which is approximately, I believe, two city blocks. So that's... City not- blocks, everybody. City blocks. If you don't live in Chicago, like, your your blocks aren't big enough. City blocks. Um, that's not that deep. No. I I could walk that. Yeah, but you can, you can swim. How do you know? How, how long would I have to hold my breath? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not very far from the lake. Would you like to go? No, because I think the lake We'd is gross. You'd have to get out into the middle of it. I don't want to swim in the lake. I think it's gross. You just don't like swimming. Uh, no, I love swimming. I don't wait, like wait swimming a in the lake. You don't like swimming in oceans either. I love swimming in the ocean. Wait, I'm getting my... You're getting your people confused. I don't like swimming in the lake because the lake is gross to me. Because it's something that my mom planted in my head when I was a kid. I love to swim. I like. I don't like wearing a, a bathing suit in public, <laughs> but I love to swim. Yeah, I mean swimming's great. I swam with you before. Have you? Yeah. When? In Las Vegas. Oh right, yeah. you did. Yeah, I love the water. It's great. <laughs> I just hate the bathing suit part of it and like the gross like poop water of the lake. The water. Wait, all right, keep going. We don't have time. We. Poop water. That's all. I just think the lake is gross. That's you all. also used to not like seafood. I still don't like seafood. <laughs> Which is insane. I eat sushi. I like it raw. <laughs> I just don't like the rest of it. Gross. <laughs> no su- No fish, no mushrooms, no black olives. Okay. The end. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say next? Next. Maybe it's all a hoax. Maybe it's nothing. The Mothman? No, yeah. that's, it's not a hoax. It's real. I mean, it could be a hoax. So there was a group of construction workers who tied flashlights to helium balloons, and people thought that they were a thing. But really, it was just flashlights attached to a balloon. Multiple balloons. Okay. 
Um, and various other pranks that have been committed by teens and youths. Youths! So, that, right. yeah. Um, the other thought is that maybe uh, they're just misidentified planes. A barred owl or an albino owl. owl both are very large. Um, I think that both of these last two theories are people kind of stretching and like, you know, searching for some kind of solution or answer. I don't, I don't know. Well, I'd like to believe in the Mothman. I would like to believe in the Mothman as well. Um, Now, the Mothman has been pretty prevalent in pop culture. Uh, Of course, there is the Mothman Prophecies, the book, which was written in 1975 by author John Keel, based on the Point Pleasant experience. Uh, then there was a movie based on the book starring one Richard Gere. Sir Richard Gere? The. And oh. one Laura Linney. Oh, Laura Linney. What the her. What? Yeah. In 2002. Why is she doing? What is that? What is she um, doing? It was a critically acclaimed movie, Jay. I doubt it. Highly. That came out in 2002 and this was at the kind of beginning of her career. The Laura Linney Mothman Chronicles was a critically acclaimed film. I think that this movie By was whom, critically though? acclaimed movie, The Mothman. If it didn't have Roger Ebert's thumb up. Well, now I need to know. <laughs> okay. Because because this is the first I'm hearing of it. Usually with a critically acclaimed film, you're like you're I supposed to watch it. remember when this movie came out and everybody was dying to see it. And it was terrifying, and Richard Gere was in it. Well, I believe Sir Richard. Um, let's see here. You remember when uh, Elizabeth II knighted him? Got 52% on Rotten Tomatoes. Hey, so it's halfway terrible. Better than halfway terrible. Roger Ebert gave it two stars out of four. Oh. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a thumb up. He says... The Mothman Prophecies claims to be based on a true story, which sent me racing to the web for a little research. And yes, there is a belief among the folks in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, that a moth-like creature with red eyes can be occasionally glimpsed in the area. Some say he is a spirit evoked by a long-dead Indian chief. Others blame him for bringing... For a deadly bridge collapse, John A. Keel has written a book about Mothman, and now here is the move. This movie, the quote-unquote true story part, involves the possible existence of Mothman. The human characters are, I believe, based on not not on facts, but on an ancient tradition in horror movies, in which attractive people have unspeakable experiences. And then he says more. May I say this? You do a very good uh, Roger, D- Roger Ebert. Thank you. He's from my uh, hometown. Oh. He's from the Champagne. Is he? I didn't know that. Yep. Rest in peace, Roger Ebert. Yeah, RIP. We, yeah. Uh, yeah, the people of Champagne do a big uh, Ebert fest. Nice. For him. Nice. I like that guy. Yeah, in April. Um, in 2010, uh, sci-fi, the Sci-Fi Channel came out with a Mothman series. Well, if it's on sci-fi, you better you better believe that yeah. shit was motherfucking good. I mean, they yeah. do are critically they the do acclaimed the Sharknado. <laughs> they are the ones that do the Sharknado. I still tried to watch the Magicians. Do you see the Magicians? No, somebody 
told me I would like that. Or was it the librarians? I think it's the librarians. <laughs> no, they've got that wrong. You would like the magicians. I would definitely like the librarians. And all I really need to see is footage of people stocking books. It's good enough for me. <laughs> Um, in 2002, on July 29th, 2002, Unsolved Mysteries aired an episode about the Point Pleasant Mothman. And on September 26th, 2011, an episode about the Point Pleasant Mothman appeared on Weird or What? Hosted by William Shatner. Hey, look at him. Yeah, look at him go. Um, who used to host Unsolved Mysteries? Robert Stack. Oh, that's who it was. Yeah. He was still doing, uh, the Mothman when Unsolved Mysteries? Um, you know what? I think that might have been when Dennis Farina took over. Dennis Farina. I know a lot about Unsolved Mysteries. You really do, because I'm looking at it and you just, yeah. <laughs> Robert Stack was one of, uh, Joan Crawford's husbands in, uh, Mommy Dearest. Oh, he played, played by uh, a, yeah. Okay. Played by a Miss Faye Dunaway. Faye Dunaway, yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yes. He was quite That a has nothing to do with anything, but he was a looker, and he was in the scene that I love the most of, tear down this bitch of a buried wall! Because <laughs> she had all that money, and I they were know. like... Oh, You need to watch that again. Yeah. I love that movie. Slap. No wire hangers! So, um... Yeah, I don't... So, Chicago has a Mothman problem. I wouldn't say it's a problem. I don't think it's a problem. I think we're... it's a lovely thing. He hasn't hurt anybody. He's and a guest. there's been no, like... I mean, if they're wild, not wild, but if there are reports of, like, Mothman scat everywhere, right. that would blow. Oh, right. Because, do you think it's, like, bat guano? I mean... Do moths poop? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, they're moths. Well, here's so the thing. Like, Every living creature excretes. I don't know to the extent that moths poop, but I can look it up on the Entree Net. Can you find that out? Because, like, just think about it. I mean, we would smell it if, like, you know, but if it's half moth, half man, Well, maybe, men have to poop for sure. Well, right, but maybe then... Maybe he, maybe instead of looking for them in the sky, we should just find them with, like, a newspaper. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, maybe he goes to the beach and, like, finds a rock to sit behind because um, he has, like, some discretion. I don't know. Okay, wait. Um... And there's not going to be a giant dropping from the sky. That would be horrible. Can you be imagine being on the receiving end of that? No, thank you. No, thank you, indeed. This is how I vamp. Anyway, yeah. Uh, what did you Google? I want to know exactly what you Google. Do moths poop? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Um, yes, moths poop. I don't know exactly that, but there was a there's a fun uh, mnemonic device here. Okay. Remember I said if it's alive, it has to poop? Yeah. So if something is alive, they have to have um, this mnemonic device. It's not something that one would normally remember. I guess it's Mrs. Gren. <laughs> Movement, respiration, sensitivity, growth, reproduction, excretion, and nutrition. Okay. So it must it must excrete in order to believe, believe be alive. Be alive. Um, okay. If it eats, it poops. Yes, they poop. <laughs> <laughs> this is maybe the dumbest thing I have. All right. Um, well, here's the deal, everybody. If you see the, this moth person uh, flying around in the night sky, 
um, say hi, say thanks for coming to our city. Um, maybe ask, why are you here? Like, sure. That never hurts. Why? I respect you. Why are you here? Do you want to go on a date? You're um, no worse than anyone on should Tinder. Should I, should I be worried? Um, <laughs> what's next? Are you JB Pritzker? <laughs> yeah. Maybe actually, yeah. Step one, just shout up into the sky, JB, and see if it turns its head at you. <laughs> After it doesn't, or, you know, hopefully it doesn't, um, then say, why are you here? Should I be nervous? Mm-hmm. Um, and then call the police. Yeah, for sure. Call please the police. Call the police. Three one one, not nine one one. And maybe they'll laugh at you, but they still have to document that you called. It's Me. still going to be recorded. So important. Yeah, because then when you know the like plates shift or something, or we're in a fault line, right? We are. Yeah. Yeah. Where something like catastrophic happens here, uh, then we'll be like, "Thanks, Mothman. You were trying to tell us." Yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, Noel, is that it for... That's it. God, that was so great. Um, Mothman, uh, please come visit the ghost studio. We'd love to have you. Um, yeah, we've got a chair for you. you we've, we have several chairs, and now that we know that you poop, we have a bathroom for you as well. We're going to probably put like a mat down for you to, after hearing that thing about your moist skin... <laughs> Yeah. We're going to put like a if sheet you don't down realize on the it, chair. Uh, I have a slight problem with OCD. So thank you, um, <laughs> Noel, for, yeah. I mean, don't be offended when you get here and I put something down. You know. Very sit on. I'm not into moist, unctuous, sort of gross, sweaty skin. Yeah. Not okay. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, do you, do you, but like, ugh. Just sit on the sheet. <laughs> anyway anyways well, ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of high spirits where we got to delve into cryptozoology which is my favorite kind of zoology yeah uh noelle what is it that you were drinking i am drinking root one cabernet savonet y'all amazing it's rooted in my soul Ooh. i'm drinking Oktoberfest because that's what i do now I am a one drink woman and it's Oktoberfest until I schnocktoberfest. Oh. Ah. Hey yo. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for you tonight. Um, Noel has one last really gnarly thing to say to you. Sweet dreams.